0: Welcome to the Ghostman Radio Station and tonight my guest is Angela K. Pearson who has had a powerful reason to opt out of the standard CDC recommended vaccination schedule on her youngest children. Immediately after her healthy elder son was vaccinated he developed the chronic symptoms of somatic lupus the same autoimmune disease her father had which has caused lifelong challenges for him. Her daughter and youngest son Grayson and remained perfectly healthy without any vaccinations. Yet on the heels of Grayson's entering first grade, the governor, Mario Cab- Cabulo probably said that wrong, there's a mandate that, Andrew, uh, Yeah, thank you. Only <laughs> children could attend school in the state. Well, there's 26,000 children banned from public education. Result: Andrew was forced to quit a, a very successful corporate career to be a stay-at-home schooling mum is essentially concerned about the impact of this sort of rejection and resulting ostracization by other by other children, and parents, or Grayson. So while seeking to restore his sense of self esteem, emotional equilibrium, she hit upon the idea of children's book for Grayson and other similarly situated children, told him from his point of view Thus was born I am not contagious. A beautiful, illustrated children's book that explores the children's frustration at these adult issues. Also, wisdom to know there's nothing wrong with him or her. The book is heartwarming story, a youngster's perspective filled with confidence, compassion, and courage. But for Angel, the book is more than just a mission to help children through such challenging dilemmas. It's also one aspect of a quest medical freedom for all parents and individuals seeking medical decisions that may run counter to the government regulation, medical establishment policy, practice or policy. And she is my guest today. Hello, Angela. How are you today?
1: Hello. I am so glad to be here. Thank you so much for having
0: me. That's okay. And now I'm going to ask you, what inspired you to write I Am Not Contagious? You
1: know, so... You no, back in 2019, um, religious exemption was removed and religious exemption was the only loophole that um, parents like myself who choose the holistic approach to vaccinations um, are allowed, that give us the opportunity to let our kids go to a public or private school here in New York. In 2019, Andrew Cuomo removed religious exemption which ultimately banned my son from attending any private or public school. And that also affected um, 26,000 families here in New York as well. And um, I had no intentions of writing a book, um, but when this all took place, you know, I allowed my son to go to school. I. I You know, I I told him what was going to happen and that he would only be allowed to go to school for 14 days if he chose to attend the first grade. But he was super excited about going to school because my son loves going to school and he's been going to school his entire life. He went to toddler school. He went to preschool, kindergarten. So he was extremely excited about the first grade um, because this was... For him, and much like I speak about in the book, because I spoke in his language, it is from his perspective, he was officially a big kid now, and that's what he felt like. You know, like most kids, this is an accomplishment for them to be entering in a higher grade. And, um, but he was eager, he knew that he would only have 14 days to, to, to go to be in school. And with that, I was also working. And I couldn't find anyone to help me homeschool him. And so I had to quit my job. I don't like using the word quit, but I had to leave my job so that I can homeschool my son and give him the education that he needs. And I was obviously looking for other avenues to make money. And um, because obviously you need money to survive here in this world. (laughs) And um, so I was going to get involved with real estate. And so I found this three-day boot camp out in Miami. And I went there for three days. And on the plane ride back, I had an epiphany. And it was almost as if... I wasn't following my purpose, and I needed to do something more because when I was growing up, kids were seen and not heard, and I remember that my voice as a child didn't matter. I didn't want my son to feel the same, although at home I tell him that his voice is extremely important and powerful, but if, if I'm telling him that, but I'm not... Amplifying his voice in any fashion, as a parent should, that is my obligation now as his mother, that I don't feel like I'm doing my job, um, or I'm serving him as, as I should. So on the plane ride, that, this epiphany just kind of hit me and said, I need to be my son's voice. I need to share his story. And... That is exactly what I did. I wrote the book on the plane ride home in between two men. And I just remember grabbing my pen and my notebook and started writing everything down that Grayson was asking me, all the questions that he was asking me. Um, And I put it into his language and into his words from his perspective not my perspective, which I think is extremely important because sometimes as adults, we tend to take, take things to the scientific level. And one day I realized when I was sharing our story and I talked about how I don't vaccinate and that's, that is why my son can't go to school. I remember this person saying, just vaccinate him just so he can go to school. Like, I don't see what the big deal was. They show no empathy whatsoever. And then I listened and watched how my six-year-old son shared his story and how he communicated. And the way he told his story was more of a compassionate um, level. And I watched how people, and even the same person, actually showed more empathy toward his story. And then I realized, wow, if he can tell his story in that fashion and change someone's viewpoint, then I think that this can help a lot of people. I think that this can help a lot of children, regardless if you come from a holistic family or not, because... This isn't about whether you vaccinate or not. This is about having compassion on issues that are not fully understood. And kids inspire kids. And they need communication. And this book inspires every child to use their voice. And like I said, their perspective is a lot different than adults. And with Grayson, his perspective is innocent. And all children, they communicate more about how they feel in the moment. And I think that it's important to be able to identify and manage our own emotions and the emotions of others. And that is why I think um, this book can benefit every child. And I then realized that 90% of what we say is not what we say, but how, it's how we say it. And I believe that the perspective of a child has the ability to increase a person's emotional intelligence. And that is why I have created reading material that influences change on how unvaccinated children view um, by amplifying and by standing behind my son and allowing him to share his story.
0: It's a very unusual title. What made you come up with that one? The title? Yeah.
1: So one of his questions, um, and something that a lot of people, especially the mainstream media, and you have talk shows such as Jimmy Kimmel, you have The View, the ladies at The View are vicious, and of course you have CNN, which is constant negative news who only tells one side of the story, and to indoctrinate the public. And they exploit unvaccinated children and those who choose a holistic route by giving false information, by insinuating that those who don't vaccinate are contagious. And that is one of the reasons why Governor Cuomo of New York removed religious exemption. We were the fifth state to remove religious exemption. You know, but what's fascinating is that when you look at a public school there in Houston, Texas, in 2019, the entire school was 100% vaccinated against pertussis. There were no unvaccinated children attending that school. And there was a pertussis outbreak in that school, and they had to shut the school down. So it's fascinating that, you know, when Those are looking when people are looking at unvaccinated children. They want to say and want to make false claims that children are these children are contagious and that they carry communicable diseases. When that's just false, and when you look at the the situation and the story in which I just described in Houston, Texas, that pretty much explains everything. And when they inoculate you with a a live virus, whether it's weakened or not. You are contagious, and they send these kids to school. However, they tell these children, or anyone for that matter, who has had a live um, viral vaccination to not go into ICU, to not be around the elderly population, and to not be around the um, immune-compromised individuals because
0: there is
1: viral shedding that can occur and that they can get these people um, extremely sick and pass the virus to them but then like I said they send these kids to school so in rea- I mean, if you if you want to look at the science in reality these are the children that are going to school and spreading diseases when they should be home if they're going to vaccinate if parents are going to vaccinate keep your children home you know two to three weeks until the viral shedding is um, is no longer an
0: issue <clears throat> now I imagine and Grayson had a lot of questions about why he wasn't going to attend school he
1: did so you know all he wanted he wanted to be with his friends he didn't understand why his friends were allowed to go to school and he couldn't. Um, so as a mother, you try to explain the best you can to someone who's just six, um, about our holistic choices against vaccinations without getting too involved in the science. Because at six years old, um, Obviously, we know that children are sponges, and they can actually and comprehend a lot more than what we give them credit for, um, but I think it's, it's still very important that we don't put too much on them, because I don't think that it's fair to have children have the weight of the world on their shoulders at such a young age. So we have to be very careful about how we introduce information to them. Um, And, you know, he has a friend. His mother and I were pregnant at the same time. So she chose to vaccinate, that's her choice. That's her right. And I choose not to. But we don't judge one another. And there's also um, a little scene in the book where Grayson kind of goes and describes that situation in his language and his words. And he talks about how he has a friend and he vac- and, and he's vaccinated. But he knows and understands that both our moms love them very much and would never want anything to hurt us. Shots or no shots. And so I think that's, it's very important that, um, you, know, I, you know, there's children who, ha, who are not, um, who have been vaccinated, who don't come from holistic homes, who are feeling just, um, who probably have some questions too, right? Because they had a friend who went to school and now all of a sudden that friend doesn't go to school anymore. So I'm sure they feel some 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 sense of loss as well because now their friend can no longer go to school and they want to know why. But what are their parents telling them? How are they telling the story? So why not have someone like Grayson who is going through this explain in his words what is actually happening so that, you know, children can can have compassion. Can have me, Can have compassion on this type of situation because I think we look at bullying as the big kid on the playground, and you know I, I think that when <clears throat> bullying comes in all forms, you know you look at the government and you look at um, CNN. You look at like I said before the talk show host. Uh, like, The View and um, Jimmy Kimmel, and they are bullies, you know, and they gaslight parents like us to choose a holistic route, and it's very unfair that they say the things that they say about parents and that they say the things um, they do about children who are not vaccinated and, and, and put off the false information about them. And they're putting the scarcity out into society by making these false claims about those who don't vaccinate and, and saying that they're contagious, um, when they're like a walking contagion when that's just simply not true.
0: So and, what do you um, think when when people read the book I know you want it to see from the children's YouTube, but you do you think the adults as they're reading the book with the youngster, do you think they also learn as well?
1: I do. Um, I absolutely um, feel that um, both the parents and the children are going to, um, uh, you know, get something positive out of this. And I think what parents and children should expect to gain is unification. Um, and, and I know that we'll never live in utopia, but um, I think that it doesn't hurt to at least try and to strive for that goal. Um, and I know there may be some parents who vaccinate who think that this book may not be for their child, but the truth is this book is inclusive and It doesn't impose one belief over the other, because this is not my story. This is the story of a six-year-old boy, um, someone who's innocent, and parents and their children can expect a fun, heartwarming experience that promotes self-awareness and encourages a positive self-perception. And in addition to the story, there is a fun little crossword puzzle with a civics lesson in mind that... um, Grayson and I have put together as well to teach to help teach children their
0: basic human rights that isn't taught in the school systems well, now many people may not know what somatic lymphus is because it's well I believe it's fairly newly newly um, diagnosed now isn't it it wasn't so much diagnosed as it used to be years ago
1: So systemic lupus um, is one form of lupus. And systemic is when it attacks your internal organs. It's when the body doesn't recognize itself and turns on itself and starts attacking it because it can't recognize the good cells and doesn't see um, it for what it is. And when that happens, it can be fatal because it can attack the heart, it can attack the kidneys, the liver, the brain. And there's just no way of knowing what it's going to attack first. Uh, I do know that after reading, um, you you know, things about autoimmune diseases, especially with systemic lupus, that it does for some reason attack men a lot differently than it does women. It's a little bit more aggressive in men than it is in women. But there are a lot of people suffering from autoimmune diseases today. Um, I think our population here in the U.S. is um, roughly 340 million, and we have about 50 million um, people who are suffering from autoimmune diseases today, that's extremely high. And there's just not enough science um, about autoimmune diseases and where they come from. And I think that when we look at you know, the ingredients in vaccines and we look at the ingredients that they're placing into our foods and the chemicals they spray on our foods, such as pesticides, I think the combination of both has a huge role in the spike in autoimmune diseases. I also think that um, in what we're seeing with children who are suffering with childhood cancers, um, I think that both of those have something to do with that as well.
0: You know, and and I think we definitely need more research on this.
1: I really want to see them take children who are suffering with cancers and those who have autoimmune diseases. I would really like to see a study, like, are these children who are suffering from autoimmune diseases and cancers, are they fully vaccinated? Have they been vaccinated? And which vaccines have they gotten if they have been vaccinated at all and who and are there any of those children or people not vaccinated it would be interesting to see um you know let's do some some research behind what is actually happening here And and it's so hard to determine um with autoimmune diseases and you know your 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 blood levels can be fine. Your blood work can be fine one minute, and then the next, they're all over the place. And, you know, with my, my children, because my father had systemic lupus, and he passed away from it in 2008. Now, on his death certificate, they don't say that he died from systemic lupus. They say that he died from complications to and in this incident, the last straw was his heart. But if you look at the overall picture, um, it, it started in his kidneys, and he had a, a kidney biopsy done, and that's when they determined that he had lupus nephritis. And after lupus nephritis, he then um, had issues with his colon where the blood vessels around his colon collapsed in, in And what I mean by that, where they actually just died, where the blood vessels just wasn't giving off any more blood supply. So he had to have emergency surgery, and they removed his colon. And he had to have a colostomy bag after that. And then, I mean, his health just started to just crash right after that. Because if we look at our gut health, 70% of our gut health, is our immune system. So if we are not nourishing our gut like we should, or if something happens in in, in the incident with my dad where he had to have his colon removed, you're not getting that proper gut health. It's extremely hard to, um, you know, to live a healthy life after that. Um, and then he was also on dialysis as well because his kidney started to fail. So it's interesting because, again, like I said on the death certificate, they don't put systemic lupus. There's just not enough information, and I and I think that they they really need to start um, the CDC guidelines and and how they go about placing things on death certificates that also needs uh, a bit more work um, because if we're just going to put okay he died from heart failure, but we have to understand why this happened. He just didn't die from heart failure. I mean, it was leading up to, to that. Um, and, and, and and that's with everything. That's just not with systemic lupus. That's that's with, you know, anything that we die of, you know. And, and, and when you look at something like COVID, um, the same thing was hap- happening with COVID, you know. If someone um, was on a, had a motorcycle accident and that person Died, but then they tested positive for COVID. Instead of putting on the de- on the death certificate that that person died from the motorcycle accident, they put on the death certificate that the person died from COVID. Um, so this happens all the time. So and, and it's just that because of COVID, because of what was happening with COVID, um, now things are starting to be. Um, the light is shining more so on um, these areas that have been happening for so long. Just like with vaccines and the ingredients, I think that people looking at taking these COVID injections as well um, are starting to be more hesitant as to what they put into their bodies, um, more so than they were before COVID.
0: Now, I'm looking at your book again, and I like the artwork. I like the the, um, the picture with the, the, obviously Grayson going out the school and the teacher sort of ranting. I presume it's the teacher or the person ranting at him a bit. Who did the artwork for your book?
1: So it's interesting because I... Everything that you see there is my vision. I wrote everything down how I wanted. I had to describe everything. And um, I hired someone out of um, India. And, you know, I actually wrote this book before COVID hit. And when I hired someone out from India, COVID hit really hard and they had to shut down everything. So we had no communication with him at all. So, which is why my book is just now coming out, because, you know, that whole year was just, you know, I mean, it was, you know, it was like it was for everyone, it was just chaotic, right? But yeah, I actually hired someone out in India, and um, he had me be very descriptive in, in what I wanted, and so I was, and he did a phenomenal job at bringing my vision to paper and of course you know i couldn't approve it unless grayson was okay with it Um, because grayson definitely played a huge role in in the words in the illustrations Um, and grayson even made an audio for the book as well which i'm so so extremely proud of him for stepping into a leadership position Uh, We made this entire book and the entire process a part of his homeschool curriculum, and this has actually been his therapy. And because I validated his feelings, I gave him permission to feel and to be upset, but he's very positive, and he's always been very positive, and I love that he has such uh, a compassionate outlook on everything. And I think that's why this book is, is um, I think that's why I'm so incredibly proud of this book because it's, it's just got, it's Grayson's personality inside this book and he's really just trying to bring people together from both sides and unify us in some way. And when I told him I was going to make an audio for the book, and I told him that um, perhaps we should hire someone to help us with this. He looked at me and he was just like, Mom, why would you do that? It's my it's my voice. Shouldn't it be me? And, you know, in the audio. And I said, oh, my goodness. You know what? You're right. It is your voice. It should be you. And my heart just melted because, you know, he really took charge, Um, and that is exactly what I want. I want to raise leaders. I want my children to know that no matter how old they are, you don't have to be a grown-up to do things. You don't have to be a grown-up to change the world. You can do it right now, and that's exactly what he's doing. So I'm just super proud of um, how this all turned out, and that's what we do. We look on the bright side, and, you know, even though he was no longer allowed to go to school, this happened right before COVID, and COVID hit March 2020. Um, he, could, he stopped going to school in September of 2019. So he wasn't even a part of the school system when COVID hit, so it was perfect timing. And, you know, now when you look at the school systems, and the education and what they're teaching our children, I am so thankful and I'm so blessed that this happened to us because I could not have my son in the school system today. And I know I've had some people ask me, well, if Grayson can go back to school, would you let him? And the answer is no. I, I wouldn't because I am, I'm not a fan of what's happening in the school system i'm not with the sex education i'm not happy with what they're bringing to children at such a young age um i'm not happy with with the indoctrination where they can't um if if anyone's thinking for themselves that they're going to be ostracized and um publicly humiliated if you will so i think that everything happens for a reason And this is just the tip of the iceberg, and this is just the start for Grayson. Grayson has so many ideas. He, um, like I said, not only did he, you know, take charge and want to create his own audio, but he wants his own YouTube channel, and he wants to start teaching the Word of God. (laughs) Like, um... I, I can't. I can't
0: wait to see what comes after this. I imagine Grayson enjoyed the uh, audio process, but I imagine he thought, would have found it a little bit tedious, because you sometimes, you, when you're reading something, you may forget the words, and you have to go all over the whole bit <laughs> again. I know. I. I. I know. I am exactly the same way. I
1: have to read something a couple of times, two to three times. Um, because that's how my mind works. I think that, you know, we have, we, we process so much information, we take so much information in on a daily basis, and depending on what information that we're storing, especially if it's negative information, if we're storing that, we almost make it impossible to allow new information to come in. And... So I am learning to let go of some of the information that has been holding me back from receiving new information so that my memory um, will be a bit better. And, and I think that with Jimmy, um, I, I follow someone, and he's uh, phenomenal at like, teaching people on how to uh, create a better memory but my son Grayson has just this phenomenal memory like he can remember everything and my older son was like that too like he can just remember everything
0: um, I, I do like that the, the attitude of letting the kids develop i think i uh, um i think he should keep the audio skills up because it's always good to learn learn to do I mean, other books as well. I might send him one of my little children's books. To do. It's only a small one, but he can do that. I'm, I'm quite happy for him to do the um, voice for that if he wants to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. You'll have
1: to send that and, um, he, yeah, let him have a, a look at it and see if he's, that's something that he'd be interested in.
0: I mean, say, it's no pressure. If he doesn't want to do it, I'm not going to be one. I'm not going to go, sorry, Grayson, I'm not going to mention your well, name. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah,
1: you know, I mean, and, 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 I mean that's why I, I love what we're doing now. And, you know, like, you know, I don't force him to do anything. And he wanted to jump into this leadership role and take charge and create this audio. We actually have. Uh, We actually created behind-the-scenes footage of how he created the audio. Because it was important also that, you know, we used a program called Audacity. You know, a lot of people use that program. But I was unfamiliar with this program. I had no idea how to use it. I'm not a tech-savvy person. And, you know, he was helping me use it. He would remember things. And he was going to file, save, um, you know, new file, and he, he was just doing everything himself, and uh, it was just amazing to watch him do what he, he did with everything, and we have a, you know, an infrared sauna, because, um, and, and why I got a microphone, and so we have this infrared sauna, and I was thinking about where can I put Microphone. Um, I want to make
0: sure that you know we have some sort of sound booth. And I was like, wait a second, we have an, an, a sauna. Maybe we can use that. So we actually use the sauna as our as our sound booth. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. It no, put, no. It, it's pretty, you you what you could do in the future is have a little have uh, Grayson do a little message in an interview.
1: I would love that. I actually asked him about that because, <clears throat> listen, he's, he's better at this stuff than I am, to be quite frank with you. I don't like being the center of attention, and I sometimes get a little bit nervous. But Grayson is, um, I don't know, he just has a way with his words and his personality. Um, I would love to get him on some interviews.
0: I think it would be nice to sort of let him give his point of view to a certain point. Obviously, there's some questions you wouldn't ask a youngster rather than an adult, but there's ways of doing the questions that he would be able to answer it quite well, you know, without being too controversial, if you know what I mean. Oh,
1: yeah, for
0: sure. And also, I like the fact that you use a holistic approach. Obviously, do you use a holistic approach, and obviously, if you have to, medical advice as well with that, or do you just use a holistic approach completely?
1: You know, what I like to tell people is that I believe in informed consent, and I'm a huge advocate for informed and a lot of times people think that being informed is just asking your doctor and then them telling you that vaccines are safe and effective and that you should do this. And then people are like, okay, well, the doctor told me to do it, so I'm going to do it. That's not being informed. And being informed is knowing the ingredients, knowing what is being put into your body, and into your child's body before you put it into the body. I think that we need to start looking at family history. I think that, especially with autoimmune diseases, if they run in someone's family, that you know things need to be evaluated um, appropriately uh, before taking um, this type of medical procedure because. You know a lot of times people just think, oh, it's just a shot. It's it's not just the shot, this is a medical procedure, and you need to understand and know what these ingredients are, and a lot of times people don't know what MRC-5 is, or they don't know what wi 3 a is. They don't know that these two things when they see on the vaccine insert, if anyone does see a vaccine insert, they just see these MRC-5 or WI-38, and they're like, oh, okay, well, whatever that is, and then they just skim by it, and they keep reading, but if you look up MRC-5, and if you look up WI-38, you'll see that this comes from an aborted fetus, okay? And you'll also see that things come from monkeys that are being injected into us as well. And when you take a live virus, such as the MMR vaccine and the DTAP vaccine, okay, um, which they have, they, they culture it in uh, an, aborted, uh, an aborted fetal tissue. And they have to weaken the live virus. because They use a live virus, but they have to weaken it with formaldehyde. So when you when you look at all of the things they put into um, vaccines, I am also pro-life, so I don't wish to use um, aborted fetal tissue um, and inject it into my body or into my children's body. And... That is my choice, and I think that is um, you know why I'm so against abortions because abortions are being used in a way that is disgusting to be quite frank with you. And using something like that to inoculate children um, to, or to inoculate human beings, you know with another human life,
0: um, I think it's very disturbing,
1: and um, we need to start asking the hard questions.
0: I see that you have a great campaign like me of giving away free books. I'm a great believer in that, because although I've written books, and I don't charge a lot anyway on Amazon, but I I've, I've, 90% give all my books away for free, because... I just, can't, I just can't be worried. I'm, I'm not one of these people who are thinking, I'm going to be a super millionaire. Yeah.
1: Right, and that's the thing, too, you know, because that's not how it works. And, you know, like you said, you, know, you give the book away for free in hopes that your message and your story can impact others, especially children who might feel isolated or might feel they're alone. Um, or even to those children who may have lost a friend because their friend can no longer go to school. Like they said, I think that both both sides of, um, you know, those who were vaccinated and those who are not vaccinated, I think these children, both children, both sets of children have been affected in some way. Um, and, I, you know, it's, it's just being compassionate of just not Grayson's feelings, but it's about being compassion, or be, having compassion for um, other children as well. And we are, like you said, we are giving our book away for free so that, you know, we can get this book into the hands of a lot of children. And they can get this book at angelapearson.com or they can go to AngelaPearson.com forward slash book. So I actually have a couple of different things where if they go to AngelaPearson.com, they can get a free, they can download a free coloring book. We made a free coloring book um, from the actual book. And, or they can just go to um, AngelaPearson.com forward slash book and go ahead and get that free book. What's interesting is my son we also have an option where if you wanted to get an autograph book, my son actually signed the book.
0: Oh, that's cool, I like that. It he, he yeah. gives, him that, he gives him that, that that offer of citizen, you know. I would have got a book. Yeah,
1: and he listen, when he gets orders when people who, you know, want to learn more about his story, he gets so excited.
0: And um he
1: sits there and he very careful about how he signs the book, and I've taken pictures, and I have video of him doing it, and then, you know, we take it to the post office together, and, um, he hands it over and, um, ships it out himself, so I think it's just a really, um, fun experience for him, and, you know, I, after, after even writing the book, I, I, like I said, we, we, we created, um, We have a crossword puzzle in the back of the book, and the crossword puzzle is to help children understand their basic human rights, and we also created a training video, a Freedom Warrior training video to go along with it, and we also have a Crusaders Tactics workbook to go along with that as well, and that's all inclusive. It's all for free, so if anyone's interested and they want to get a free copy of the book, they will also have free access to a free training video and a workbook, a colouring book, and they will also get uh, to see the behind the scenes of how Grayson made the audio all for free.
0: Oh, that's cool. That Now, Angela, this is the bit where you uh, can mention your websites again just to make sure people know exactly where to find you and where to find your yeah. book.
1: So they can go to angelapearson.com forward slash book to get the book. And for the free gift, um, obviously, if they get the if they get the the free book, they're going to get a copy of the uh, coloring book anyway. Um, but if they just want the the free gift, they can go to angelapearson.com.
0: And this is a bit I asked my guest the following question, Angela. What is your unique sign-off?
1: What is my unique
0: what? sign-off? How would you like to say goodbye?
1: Oh my goodness, I have, I have no idea. Um, this is all new to me, and um, you know, I think that I, I guess I would just say. Be safe and do what's right for you and your family. And don't be afraid to ask the hard questions. And research, 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 research. Don't be afraid to look up the hard-to-pronounce words on the back of the box when you're in the grocery store. Or And don't be afraid to ask for a vaccine insert. Or you can also go to the CDC. Website, and you can also look at the ingredients in there. But just get more involved and don't be afraid. And you know, if anyone has any questions, or you know, for me, or if you're looking for more resources, you can also find me on Facebook. Um, Just look up Angela Pearson, I have a lot of great resources on Facebook, and that's not pushy or you know, that's not aggressive, it's just there to inform you if you would like the information. So
0: I guess that would be my sign-off. I just wish everyone the best. Well, mine today to you, Angela, is the following. I spoke to Angela Kaye about a book, I'm Not Contagious, who features her son, Grayson, who's a very clever boy. He can also do the audio, if you wish. He doesn't. He may even sign the book for you. With his extravagant signature, he likes to be mentioned. So I'm mentioning you now, Grayson. I hope you that's a thumbs up when you hear this back. If not, I'm going to be very sad. So please look up awwdohp.angelpizza.com and look out for the book. It's not a lecture. It's just an. It's just how you can look at life differently. There's nothing wrong with that. We all have a title to our all to learn and to progress. If you don't want to read it, that's entirely up to you. But you can learn more from a child than you can ever from an adult. Goodbye and thank you.